Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanukokraba. Now on today's message. Thank you so much for loving us and showing us mercy. We commit this service unto you. Continue to bless us. Let every one of us have a testimony. We give you all the praise. Use me to speak to your people this morning. Let us be blessed through your word. Precious Holy Spirit, bring us into all truth. In Jesus' mighty name. And somebody who wants to live up to 90 years, say amen. God bless you. Please take your seat. God bless all those who have made the service wonderful up to this point right from the beginning and we are gradually ending i believe that ebenezer and eugenia's son joshua ruel certificate to be ready i don't know why we didn't give the certificate reverend lot that's your fault okay amen please let's turn our bibles to psalm 92 Psalms 92 Verse 12 to 14 Bible says that the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree May you flourish like the palm tree those who said amen may it happen to you practically bible says that and he shall grow like a cedar in lebanon may you grow like a cedar in lebanon lift up your hand and say amen Amen. verse 13 those that be planted in the house of the lord shall flourish in the courts of our god can i hear a better amen when we say planted, it is, it also means somebody who is founded. Obia wet tinting. Obia, why not doing so? To be planted in church means that, let's say if this is your church, you are, don't, you are not going anywhere. Even if somebody offends you. Like Minister Gershon was saying, offense there, it will surely come. But you are planted. You are planted. Today I'm talking about Lessons on loyalty, but it is connected to being planted. Because you you must be somebody who is planted. You can't say you are blessed when today you are blessed and tomorrow you are not blessed. I'm talking about this type of it is there. This man is blessed. This woman is blessed. How many want to enjoy that type of blessing? So he's saying that the key is those that be planted in the house of the Lord. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor be planted in church. What thing? Can you say don't go anywhere? Can you say you are going nowhere? What one cabin? You are missing out on something. Can you say we are going nowhere? Can you say we stay in this church? We will be in this church. I can see somebody. You are not saying some. We will be in this church. We will build a church. We will marry in the church. We will dedicate our children in the church. Our children will be married in the church. We will get cars in the church. How many are driving your car to church one of these days? Am I talking to God's people? In the church. In the church church me i have been in this church for 20 20 28 1993 is it hey me seven plus 21 28 28 years april was 28 april the 8th 
28 years. And, I'm, and I have been, when I joined the church, I was sitting at the back. 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 So I became somebody in the church, a, a leader, and then I became a shepherd, and then gradually became an elder, and then became a pastor, became a reverend, and today I'm a bishop. I don't know what I'm going to become tomorrow. But I am in the church. In the church. This my wife was in the church a year before, um, but I didn't know her. 1992 she joined the church. She was around somewhere. She was also in the church. And little did I know that I was going to meet her and marry her. Some of you, your wife is sitting on the other side. Your husband is maybe yet to join the church. Some of you, your employers are in the church. Am I talking to God's people? So the Bible says that those that be planted, Reverend, is not so. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord, they shall flourish in the courts of our God. And the beautiful thing is the next verse. Oh, see, look at it. Oh, see, verse 14. They, those who are planted, those who have made their mind, are going nowhere. Those who have decided that they will stay in this church, ah, they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. That means that as you are planted in the church, Reverend Aka has been in the church for many years. As you are planted in the church, and today he's gradually getting older, close to 60. Close to 70. Close to 80. If Jesus tarries, he will be 80 years and he's still coming to church. And still bearing forth fruit. They will bring forth fruit in an old age. This message is for today and for tomorrow. Because Say bishops cry to me, hey, just sorry. Because some of our bishops have left the church. Say bishop, it's me, just sorry. Therefore, I mean, if bishop can leave the church, therefore, Reverend, a bishop who has stayed in the church and become a bishop can leave the church. Therefore, minstrel. Careful now. You shall not leave the church. If you are in the church, why? It's because you want to be blessed. Why am I in the church? I am in the church because of this scripture. I say, and they shall be fat. The fat is not kesio, and yet kesio say, but they they will be prosperous. That's the word fat. How many want to prosper? Even if it's your secular job and you have been in that business or that job for a long time, it gets to a point where when they want somebody that to receive that four-wheel drive, they'll think about you. Ah, may the Lord bless everybody who has been in this church. Hallelujah! And flourishing. Amen. Sit down, let me tell you something. So, you see, this book that I want everybody to have a copy of this. Loyalty and disloyalty. Only copy is a mistake. I want you to have this hard copy. It's very expensive, but for this season, it is cheap. Just 20 Ghana cities. It's, it, looks, it looks small, but it's, it's the book that has changed many lives all over the world. Many companies, many churches, many ministries. Because Revelation is never handled. It's not only for church. It's Revelation that changes lives. It is, for this season, it's 20 Ghana cities. But we don't even have many copies. Just a few. Your poem, you can, you can grab one. I mean, I think I can't do it now. But your poem, you can just grab one. But there's also soft copy. You can have a soft copy on your phone or your tablet. There's a way you can buy. But now, today, the Lord wants me to talk about this aspect in this book called the lessons on loyalty. You know, the lessons on loyalty. But I have a short time, so I'll touch on some few things. And then, 
will be done. On page 41, the lessons on loyalty. You know, it's the loyalty. Somebody said the lessons on loyalty. Until last week, some loyalty Loyalty has different meanings. And I say has synonyms. And you know, you can't loyal and loyalty. Another word for loyalty, a faithful. Faithful. Another word for loyalty, a constant. Obinka constant. Not just say, Obiya planted in the church. We are faithful. We are constant. Another word for loyalty, a trustworthy. You are still trustworthy. You would be in the church. Even I have been in this church for 28 years. You think nothing has happened to me. There are a lot of things that has happened. I remember one of the times I just married fresh. We were married for two years. We had been married for two years. Now I'm married for 20 years. But some can say, man, we're just Christian. Hey, it's not easy. It's not easy. Two years. And I was, I was in a church. Then in Uganda. And then something had happened. I wasn't happy. And I told my wife that, what do you think? Not to know, he said, I had gotten to the stage five. Something had happened in the church. I wasn't happy. Just like some of you, something happens and you are not happy. But say, Biabra, you are in software, Mesrao. Dedication, Edu, you are in software, and for oil, and become with three so, Obani, three so, you were offended. I mean, a lot of things we get offended by. So me, I was also offended. And I told my wife that, what do you think? So, I have been offended. I have become critical. And then now, I was moving to political. I wanted her to agree with me. What do you think? Now I some person What do you really think? No, so I think what you are thinking. Now I'm saying, yeah, you you better think what I'm thinking. So I put a full scam sheet. And I made the two and I'm saying, I mean the advantages and disadvantages of lighthouse being in lighthouse. Because I think that we should leave the church. This was 2003. And we did it. And the advantages of being in the church was far more than the advantages. By the time I threw you in, you take a decision and no. I saw you in your city womb. Advantages in somewhere, the prosperity that we have enjoyed, even the fact that I had met her through the church, and many other things. So I looked through and I said, no. There's a mistake somewhere. And by the grace of God, we changed our mind. I have been offended. But I have stood in the church. And that's why I'm blessed. And that's why I keep being blessed. And that's why I'm still going to be blessed. But for it to happen so that next time, should something like that happen again, I don't have to pull a full scam. I immediately tell myself, sir, I am still here. I want to teach you something that is in this book. That is called Lessons on Loyalty. That's No matter what happens, if it is to do with the church, you know that, Charlie, this thing can't move me. If it is to do with relationship, you know that this thing cannot move me out of the relationship. If it is to do with your company that you are, you are a partnership with somebody, you know that it will not affect that company. Do you understand? So, here he talks about seven lessons on loyalty. And I'm going to list them and then mention just a few. Number one, or see, and it's in the book. Loyalty demands full persuasion. Loyalty demands full persuasion. Number two. Lesson number two. Lesson number two. Your loyalty must be to the higher authority. Your loyalty, when it comes to, let's say, this church, your loyalty must be to the higher authority. Number three, 
Number three, lesson. A loyal person does not withhold information. Obia, opese, o tintin wa safunimono. Anaso obuama afufronsu tintin wa safunimono. He does not withhold information that is necessary for the running of the church. Because sometimes what it is, they say, there are some people who are in the church who don't want to stay in the church. They don't want to be planted in the church. But they would wish you who want to be planted, no, you also move out of the church. And you know, when they are doing things like that, how can you tell the head of the church that this is what is going on? Somebody is trying to destroy the church. Sometimes you know something that is destroying the church, but you are quiet. You don't say anything about it. When you are like that, what it is is that you are in the church, but you are not loyal to the church. You are spoiling the church. Number four. Loyalty is based on principles and not emotions. Loyalty is based on principles and not emotions. But the social point here, loyalty is based on principles and not emotions. If let's say there's somebody who is trying to say things that is gradually something that the person is saying is gradually spoiling the church. And maybe this person is anukwapim like I'm anukwapim. And I know about it. I have to be able to report to Bishop Dag and not say that because this person is anukwapim like anukwapim. That is the problem. So sometimes, you know, something is wrong. But because they promised that they made a vow actually that they were going to sell their land and then bring the money to church and they went to send their land they made the pledge in front of Apostle Peter and the Apostle Peter knew that they had a land at Millennium City or Adade, and they were going to sell the land. A land at Adade will cost like how much? 40,000. So, Peter started making calculation that, you know, when the 40,000 comes, I mean, to be half of the ceiling, so if he can bring his 40, this is about 22,000, you can carry a ceiling. And Ananias comes, and he says that, Peter, when I sold the land, I got 11,000. Peter became confused. Ah, what are you talking about? Is it not a land at Adade or Millennium City? No, say yes. You said you got 11,000. Oh, why are you challenging me? Is it not my land? And the wife knew it. Now, it was the wife's responsibility to say, my darling, this is wrong. Because this is not a business. This is church. And Peter, Apostle Peter is using it to calculate something. So please, if it is 40,000, it is 40,000. But when Ananias came, Peter asked him and he lied and he said, no, it is 11,000. And Peter said, you cannot lie against the Holy Ghost. Pena, Ebutuno, Ananias and he died. And there was a cemetery around the church. It's only this church that I can see that there's no cemetery around. But the church I was pastoring in Oda, just as I'm preaching, I can see a cemetery. So anytime I'm preaching, I tell people that if you misbehave, we'll just take you there. I think one day if you buy a land in Millennium City, we should have a place where they will have a cemetery. So, they rushed Ananias. And the wife came. Usually, Brothers come early and then the sisters follow. Just like Lot was leading and the wife was following. So when the wife came, hey, Peter was looking at her and he said, 
I'm sure Peter was asking, are you ready to be loyal to me? When it comes to church, your husband and me, Peter, who is your loyalty to? Is your loyalty to your husband or your loyalty to high authority when it comes to church? And the wife came and then Peter asked, how much was the land sold for? You know, see, what did my husband tell you? No, see, don't tell me what your husband told me. How much was the land sold for? No, see, ah, well, whatever my husband told you, that is it. So, she withheld that information. And Peter also became wild. And Peter said, just where your husband is gone to, that's where you also go. I ran it off from. Your friend is Safira. Why? Because she held, she withheld an information that was necessary for the church to run. There are times that people in First Corinthians chapter 5 verse 1, there are times when people may even be doing funny things in the church, but you know, but you are sitting on it. And it is well in the church. <laughs> One day I heard somebody saying that, or somebody told me that somebody is saying that bishops when the the church money comes and church money comes half goes to the bishop like this church I don't know how much it comes but whatever comes half comes to me if half comes to me I will be using aeroplane by now but you see when when that person told me that I put that person on a higher place in my heart because that was a lie. But that's what somebody was saying. Or say, it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you. And such fornication, as is not so much as named among the Gentiles, that it has become so wild that one should have his father's wife. And this was in the church. Next verse, verse 2. And you are puffed up and have not rather mourned that he has done this deed, that he that has done this deed might be taken away from among you. For I really as absent body but present in spirit have judged already as though I were present concerning him that has so done this deed. So somebody has come to report to Apostle Paul. In chapter 11 verse 1, look at it. A similar situation Bible says, Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Next verse, verse 2. Now I praise you, brethren, that remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I delivered to you. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Keep going, keep going. Verse 4. Every man praying or prophesying. Verse 5. Verse 6. Verse 7. 8. For the man is not of the woman, but the woman of the man. Verse 9. Neither was the man created for the woman. Verse 10. I'm looking for a verse. Verse 11. Nevertheless, verse 12. Okay, I think I'll see it. Now, let's look at the next, the next, which is number five. The next lesson. Loyalty will cost you relationships and friendships. Loyalty will cost you relationships and friendships. That the fact that you are loyal to this church will cost you some people. The fact that you are coming to report to Bishop that this is what is going on. Bishop, do you know that this sister is saying this about the church? Which sister? She said, oh, the sister, she's in the choir. She's called Sister Araba. Then I'll ask, are you sure? So should I ask Sister Araba? He said, oh, yes. Bishop, ask Sister Araba. I think it's First Corinthians chapter one, verse eleven. Rather, ask Sister Araba. It's okay, Sister Araba. This is what 
Sister Maud is saying. Eh, Sister Maud, did I say that? Yes, you said that. Even, even Sister, um, this thing was also there. Oh, Sister Rabbi, is that what you are saying? So then from that day, Sister Rabbi and the both, both of you will not talk. Look at it. I say, for it has been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe, that there are conditions among you. You know, there were some people, it's almost like saying that the Asempa family are telling me that there's something going on in Millennium City. And the Asempa family are ready to defend it. That's why I said, Pastor, even if you are mentioning it to them, tell them that the Asempa family said it. The Chloe family said it. That there are divisions among the region. And that is somebody who is loyal and is ready to pay the price to lose a friend. And such people, they do well in the church because they are planted. They are thinking more of the church than themselves. They are thinking more of the church than just one-on-one relationship. You are thinking more of the broader church, broader church, than just what you and your husband or you and your friend or you and your brother can get. Loyalty will cost you relationships. But from the day what's that Papa from that day one time you cease to be my friend. And that's what it should be. Because you cannot say you are in the middle. You must there's nothing like middle. You must choose. If you are loyal to God, you cannot be loyal to Satan. James 4, 3 and 4. If you are loyal to God, you cannot be loyal to Satan. Look at it. James chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. I think there's a, an interesting scripture. Some of the scriptures I'm mentioning are not in the book, but it's just to explain some of the point. James chapter 4. Verse 3 and 4. Is it coming? You ask. Next verse. You adulteress and adulteresses. Know ye not that the friendship of the world or to be loyal to the world or to be close to the world or to be a friend to the world. Friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be, verse 4 again, verse 4, whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. So it is not here, here. It is where you are, your loyalty is, is what determines who you are. So you are either loyal to the church or you are not loyal to the church. So if a pastor once says that, look, I am no more loyal to Bishop Dad, that person has taken a stand. Me, if I am loyal to Bishop Dad, that pastor should not be my friend. Am I talking to God's people? If you don't get this thing, now you're, oh, I am both here and both here. You realize that that type of life doesn't make you flourish. Because you are both an NDC and MPP. It won't work for you. Choose one of the parties. If you are a politician. For some of you, your loyalty would cost you even your brother's relationship. There are sometimes, sometimes, because your brother is not for what you believe, you have to say, brother, we have the same name. I will change my name. Don't change your name. But we don't have much of thing to talk. Nothing common. Because you don't believe what I believe. That's all. To cost, because this is what I believe. I believe in Prophet Dag. I be, said, Prophet Dag is a thief. So, hey, please, 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 please. Don't bring that. You are battling. Some of you, you are asking questions. And that's why when you come to church, that is the good thing. 
as you hear the word of God, you should allow your mind to process it. And then accept what the word of God is saying. So if you think what I'm saying is not the word of God, when you go home, go and check your scriptures. And convince yourself that that is the key. The reason why a lot of people are not doing well is this problem. They don't want to lose their friendships at the expense of loyalty. Job, when the wife said, curse God and God, for the first time, he says, me, when things were working, you were saying, hey, God has blessed us. Hey, Job, you know I love you so much. You were excited. But now something small is happening. So I should curse God and die. I will lose you instead. You must be willing to lose people who are dear to you when they are no longer loyal to the people that they are loyal to. I thought you clap your hands for Jesus. Including your husband. Including your wife. Including your brother. Including your sister. Including your pastor. Including your bishop. The day I try to let you feel that there's, you know, Bishop Doug is somewhere, that day you should tell me, Bishop Chris. Wait a minute, Bishop Chris. Bishop Chris, please I've been a bishop here for one year or two years or whatever. But we beg you. Before you, there was. Before me, there was. Because sometimes, you may be to be bullying in your team. Am I here confused? You must cut me off and stay connected to the one who is the higher authority. That is what Apostle Paul was saying. So follow me as far as I am following Christ. But don't follow me. When you see I'm deviated from Christ. And through this preaching, I submit myself to you. I am not final. I am not. So follow me as I follow Bishop Dye. As he's also following Christ. And then my baby, try oil. Oh Jesus, man, shada is everything okay? Where is this thing coming from? Bishop is bringing changes, but this one, we have not seen it before. He don't say, you know, I think that Bishop is led by the Holy Ghost. It's a new prophetic move. And then, no! And what I'm saying is not only me. Sometimes in the church, there may be even pastors who are sitting in front that you may know. They are doing things and saying things that are contrary to what you know in Lighthouse. You must report it. He must not say, oh, because it's Reverend Gabby, because it's Reverend Akka, because it's Reverend Ahim, because it's whatever. No! One day I was telling somebody that when I send somebody here to do something for me, it doesn't mean the person cannot make a mistake. It's who say, oh, you know, be so I can't be here. Because sometimes people use opinion, and they hear me. Oh, Bishop says, Oh, Bishop says, sometimes they are lying. Only your tunes and catch and say, Nay, you see, I give you. So, those who have the book and those who are writing notes, what was the first lesson? Lesson number one, you're doing. It's on the screen. Can we all say it together? Number two, your loyalty must be to the highest authority. Can we say it better? Number three is what? A loyal person does not withhold information necessary to the church. Number four, you're saying, loyalty is based on principles and not emotions. And not emotions. Hey, me, 
one of my stance is Adiabia, I know is right to say. I will say it. I, I don't I don't allow emotions. It's it's, it's you say it. You see, so we have been taught in this church that when issues are being discussed, it's not about personality. It's about the issue. It's about what you are doing is wrong. You are wrong. What you are doing is wrong. That doesn't mean you are wrong. <laughs> you are different from what you are doing. You are different. You are being. And what you are doing is a doing. So when we are sorting the issue, we are sorting the doing, not the being. But most of us, we are not able to separate the two. You can't say, only need, I face him in quite the on permit. Because when you come close to me, by all means, for the church to run, I will be sorting you. All the people around me, I sort them out. And when I saw them out, first they were, they would just hide and go into their shell. I said, no, I am sorting out not because of you, but I'm sorting out because of the issue. So, the loyalty is principles and not emotions. When your father loves you, he will discipline you. He will not look at emotion. Me, there are times that those days, these days my children have grown up. But they will tell those days, ish, I will lash them. Lashing is based on the message I want to send. And their mother also lash them. There are times that lashing, you know. You see, some of you, you have not been lashed by your parents. So you grew up as a rebel. Lesson number five. Loyalty will cost you relationships and friendships. Now I'm closing. Loyalty. Lesson number six. Loyalty may cost you physical things. Like Moses. Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 24 and 25. The Bible teaches us that when Moses became a man, he had to choose between being loyal to God or loyal to Pharaoh. His loyalty to God cost him everything. Moses may have become the next prime minister of Egypt, but his loyalty cost him even his citizenship, his passport, and his royal status. He lost it all because of Christ. You know? Bible says, by faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God. Some of you, because of your loyalty to the church, you may, you may even miss your job. You may even miss some promotion. But that is what God loves. They are telling that God will want you to lose something for his sake. It will cost you physical things. If someone is giving you money on a regular basis, and he rebels against God and against the church, you will have to choose between singing the praises of an Absalom and doing the right thing. If you decide to do what is principled, obviously your supply of cash will dry up. But dear friend, that is the cost of loyalty. And sometimes Nobi he's fighting the church, but he's the one who gives pay your school fees or whatever. You must say, I am going to stop receiving the school fees from you because of your bad decision. So that I can flourish in my old age. But if you don't take that decision, you have sown a wrong seed. You are getting small money from somebody. And by that, you are supporting the person's foolishness. God says that you don't deserve to live long. You don't deserve flourishing. You don't deserve to be somebody who is enjoying those who are planted and fight for the church. Things don't work. It's because they have been sowing bad seeds when they were young. And lesson number seven, loyalty demands analysis. Loyalty demands analysis. If you're going to be loyal to this church, if you're going to be loyal to your bishop, if you're going to be loyal to our prophet, you must actually demand analysis. And when we say demand analysis, we are looking about three or four areas that you must analyze. Number one, and I'm, I'm ending because of time, 
analysis. You must analyze the individual concern. For example, if you hear that people like those of you who are current, people are saying a lot of things about father, and he doesn't pay rent and all those things. You must analyze him. Is he somebody who is always me, 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 me? He's not. So clearly, when you analyze the person, you realize that no, what the people are saying cannot be true. If you if you know me, if you have known me for almost two years now, you know me. You know what I believe. You know what I stand for. You know what I will say in every situation. And then you hear me, you hear that somebody saying that, oh, Bishop Chris says this. And what the person is saying, you just take it on just a silver platter. I think you have been unfair to me. Jennifer, do you know me? Daddy. Do you know me? Yes, please. You knew me from where? From Oda. From Oda. She's not just... She, she, she has actually followed my wife and I to this place. <laughs> she just didn't appear. We, she, we have known her from Oda. You know me. Jennifer knows me. So if you know me and you start hearing something that they say, oh, you know, Bishop is now using some strange water to um, baptize people. No, they say, ah, no. This one, it looks strange. That is what, that's how you must behave. When you are loyal to somebody and you start hearing things, you must analyze. Don't just say, oh, eh, it can be true. You will not be fair to the person. You will not be fair to the person. Analyze the person concerned. That is why if you don't know something yet, you must take your time to know the thing. If you don't know somebody yet, you must take your time to know the person. That's why you must take your time to know somebody before you marry, so that you can be loyal to the person. If you don't know the person and you say, I am marrying, and now when you marry, things begin to come up. You begin to get surprised that really... Really... you must analyze. Analyze the person's past. For instance, when you look at prophet, prophet has always preached about souls and stands for souls and the thing he has done. And then now you hear somebody say that prophet is there for money. He's just collecting money. Will you want to believe it? El Pirita, you have known prophet for 29 years. Will you believe it? I don't believe you have known prophet for years. Will you believe it? Never. That's why we are still around. Reverend, Reverend Gabby, you have known prophet for years. Will you believe it? At all. Reverend Aka, you have also known prophet for many years. You even told him about something that was said whilst you were in Kolebu. Will you believe it? Not at all. Bishop. I mean, what are you talking about? Ah, prophet is there for many. Where is this revelation coming from? We know him. We know him. We know him. Even if it is true, then something has changed. But until I have a proof, I won't believe it. Do you know that there's a saying that is not in the Bible that there's no smoke without fire? What did But can I tell you something? It's not in the Bible. And it is not true. It's not always true. That there's no smoke without fire. Eh? It could be a conspiracy. Because, because there's no smoke without fire. What did Moses see? What did he see? A burning bush. But there was no smoke. Look, people were saying things about Jesus. Jesus said that he's going to pull down the temple and rebuild it in th- the third day. People were saying things about Paul. That Paul is a, a sex leader. Most of the things that we're saying were, were now making people agitated and saying, but none of those things were true. They were, they were full accusations without even an iota of truth. And yet, Dan and your some of you have been accused wrongly.
And then the last, I want to end here because of my time. <laughs> In terms of analyzing or demanding analysis, you must also analyze the word of God. Analyze the word of God. Once upon a time, I had to tell my church members to mark and avoid a contumacious individual in the church. Somebody who was some way. Some people were surprised that I had given such an instruction. Mr. Tete, they asked, how can you ask us to stay away from a brother? And once again, these were people who do not read their Bibles. Because the word of God says, mark them which cause divisions and offenses and avoid them. Romans chapter 16 verse 17. All through the scriptures, you find the historical records of people like Lucifer, the rebel, Absalom, the father killer, Adonijah, the usurper, Ahithophel, the traitor, Shimei, who cursed King David, Judas, who betrayed Jesus. These are just a few more examples of treacherous and disloyal people. Can we not expect to see these same people in real church life in our time? The Bible is a practical book and it declares the thing that has been is the same we shall be. So if you read your Bible and analyze what it's saying, you will realize that we are experiencing nothing unusual. How could Jesus choose a team of pastors only for one of them to become a traitor? When Jesus chose leaders, one of them turned out to be a devil. Do not be surprised if one of your leaders, whether it is in a church, whether it is your company, whether it is your family, one of your main people, turned out to be a rebel or a villain. Someone may question Jesus' ability to choose leaders. But Jesus tried to choose the best. But look at what happened. And so if you appoint pastors and one of them turns against you, remember that the same thing happened to Christ. The disciple is not above his master. So a lot of things that happen, sometimes it's already written in the Bible. So we should use the Bible to assess. Say, oh, now then a Bible they come. And then based on that, you make a judgment. My prayer is that the scripture that I read when I was starting should be your guide. That none of us should leave this church. This is a good church. Tell your, tell your neighbor, this is a good church. Tell your neighbor, we have a good pastor. Tell your neighbor, we have the, one of the powerful prophets. As our leader. As our father. Those who are not saying, you are missing something. Say, we have one of the best prophets. As our father. As our leader. If you are here and in your media, social media, about Prophet Dag, I start to affect you. And then me poucho, goni We are blessed with God's chosen anointed for us. Oni pebi eniwa oni sinto. There's nobody who doesn't have fault, but don't let one fault destroy. Or ma, this beautiful perception and relationship that you have with somebody. And when you stay in it, you stay in the church, you gradually see that the blessing that God has for people who stay begins to come to you. May the Lord bless you. May He cause His favor to shine upon you. May He give you peace in all that you do. And may he help you to remain faithful all the days of your life. In Jesus' mighty name. If you have received the word, say amen. Stand to your feet and clap to Jesus. I want you to clap specially to Jesus. You are clapping to Jesus. Please lift up your hands to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for what you have shared with us. We pray that you correct what must be corrected in our lives. May we be people who are planted, planted in the house of the Lord, so we will flourish, even in our day, and even in an old age. None of us will fall away because of disloyalty. But rather, we would one day hear in heaven when we are dead, 
Lord Jesus, you come for us. That thou good and consistently good servant. Open your eyes. Let me tell you something. Last week when I was sharing with the young people during their service, this thing came and I felt, I feel I should tell you. You see, that scripture in Matthew 25 verse 21, this is what it means. You see, faithful, I've explained, faithful means loyal, constant, consistent. Is it okay? Now, he said that his Lord said unto him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. The word faithful there, it says that thou good and constantly good servant. So don't see faithful as something will be a faithful simply means you are constant. You have not changed. So thou good, so you are doing good and you keep doing good because you are, you keep doing it. That's, you are called faithful. So sometimes people are good, are doing good, but they are not constantly good. So faithfulness can be applied to a lot of things. Here God is saying that you are doing good. We know you are good. But the problem is that you are not consistently good. But God wants you to be constantly good. So he said that thou has been constantly good over a few things. I will make you a ruler of many things. Enter thou. So the faithful is constantly good. Constantly. Constantly. Yakupon will reward all of us for the consistency and the constancy. Lift up your hand and receive grace. Oh Jesus. Lama Hatokoshekeda. Speak in tongues just for one minute and receive that grace. You are going out of here with the grace to be faithful. Constant, constant. Most of us, that's where we have failed. You said I love you, but it is not constant. The constancy of saying I love you is missing. Some of us, we are good at helping, but after somebody hurts you, you stop helping. That means you are good in helping, but you have not been faithful. But God wants you to be able to still do what you used to do. Still do what you used to do. Still say, my Lord. Still say, my Lord. You know, the king of Samaria, he used to call Elisha, my Lord. But there came a time, he said that, who is this man? That means he has become unfaithful. But we are saying, Lord, give us that grace. Grace. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Every eye closed. If you are here this morning, maybe somebody invited you, but you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, what should I do? Simple. I'm going to lead you through a prayer. You give your life to Jesus, and then that will be it. If you have been a tone of suffering, say, I am my Lift up your hand if you are here like that. You want me to pray with you so that you give your life to Jesus? Lift up your hand. Don't be shy. Lift it up high. You want to say, Pastor, I want you to pray with me. Sometimes in your heart you feel that you are not sure whether you are born again. You are not sure. Let the hand go up. Don't be shy. Let the hand go up. I see some hands. Let it go up. Let it go up. God bless you. God bless you at the back. God bless you in the middle. Lift up your hand properly. Let it go up. It's a sign of surrender. As we close, it's a sign of surrender. It's a sign of surrender. You want to say, Bishop, please pray with me. Please pray with me. If you have lifted your hand, I'm praying with you now. If you have lifted your hand, lift it up high. High, high, high. I see that one. I see that one. I see this one. I see this one. I see hands. Come, 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 come. Clap for them as they come. Keep clapping for them, please. God bless you. Please lift up your hand and let me pray with you. Say this after me and I want the whole church to please join. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. I surrender all to you. 
Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am born again. I will serve you in this church all the days of my life. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Who is the pastor in charge? Reverend Ahim. Okay. You see our pastor there? He just wants to talk to you a few minutes before we close. So kindly go to him now. God bless you. Clap for them as they God bless you. Please take your seat. Communion quickly. Our time is up. I have delayed the service, but please forgive me. Quickly, communion. Communion. The blood that Jesus shed for me. Way back on Calvary, the blood gives me strength from Your feet. take this communion today may every sickness may every attack of the enemy against your body against your soul against your spirit be considered with it in Jesus mighty name lift up the bread and say the body of Jesus please eat it by faith Jesus who taught us that communion is part of the culture of his followers he also took the wine and he said that this is my blood so as you you drink this, you are drinking blood <laughs> not the blood of Chris not the blood of Doug not the blood of any man of God Mm-mm. the blood of the son of God who is not just a man but a God Lift it up and say the blood of Jesus. Jesus. May this blood that you are drinking forgive you of all your sins. May it cleanse you from every filth. In Jesus mighty name. And finally say the cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. And drink it by faith. Heavenly Father we thank you for this communion and what it is doing in our lives day after day. May this week be one of the best weeks because of this communion. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people use Amen to receive your blessing. Amen. God bless you. Please take your seat quickly. Lest, if you have your tithe, kindly come to the front. Quickly, time up. If you have your tithe, quickly come to the front. If you have your tithe, quickly come to the front. Please lift it up and let's pray. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 449, 0540 77 49 41. Stay blessed.